Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Oh, wow. Is that how we're starting? Or starting with you saying, oh, wow? Oh, I didn't know we were starting, but I was just pulling, I was waiting for this. There was a huge hailstorm in Maine today. Great. Okay. Hey, everyone. Hail, listeners of the show. Hail, but not Heil. Hail, no. You can't. Why? (laughs) Because you started it with, oh, wow. Well, I didn't know you would hit record. That's why we're sitting here in silence to get that room tone. You had indicated to me that the power was not yet on. No, no, we're good. We're oh, okay. All right. Well, we have begun. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the show. A well organized, well thought out, and I would say professional, well oiled machine. Look, I got stuff going on. We got stuff we got going on every single week. We're I gonna, love it. We're gonna talk pop culture news of the week. We're gonna talk this week in movie history, sports reports. Hey, uh, the Modoc show is coming to Hulu next week, so we're doing Modoc's first appearance. <laughs> only appearance it seems like ah uh, no he makes a lot more oh, good for modok <laughs> despite that first appearance spoilers doesn't, doesn't go well for him no no one likes him <laughs> that's the lesson if you look like a giant floating testicle no one likes you oh well, you know with hands and little feet <laughs> in a floating chair with a headband and your questions oh i got questions about modok i might have answers actually i probably really don't have questions about modok main resident Modoc is a Maine resident? I think originally, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm from Maine. Get our own villain, Modoc. That's what we get. I don't know. What else? What What the hell is going on? I don't know. What is going on? Finally, all of a sudden, the switch turned, and it feels like summer now. <laughs> it's like, I have no small talk for you. What do you want? You've been here already. Yeah, I've been here for an hour now since... <laughs> what more can I gleam? That was a delicious modification on the mac and cheese tonight. I had nothing to do with that. I really highly recommend that you whip that up next time. Well, I won't. Points for Emily. <laughs> Great. So we have nothing. Uh, it's nice out. I got an awesome <laughs> sock tan. Gross. So it's re- it's really a white boy summer for you. What does that mean? What? What does that even? I don't, I don't know. That was Tom Hanks' less successful son was saying that. Um, Chet Hanks. I'm going to have the best summer. It's going to be real white boy summer. Like, what does that mean? Is it? I, I don't like anywhere where this line of talk is going. Hey, how about the news? <laughs> Tom Hanks' worst son. Yeah, sure. Why not? We can just dive straight into the well, news. No, no, I'll be. Uh, do you have anything? No. Then why do you chastise me when I don't have anything? I don't know. We're still kind of in a pandemic world. Like we're getting there, but we're True. not quite there for me to really. I mean, have it's not like... my fault. I live a more exciting life than you do. <laughs> like, do you? Probably not. <laughs> like, I go home and I play golf on a playstation 4 no i actually i just play real golf now i don't you know it's nice out i almost got hit by lightning yesterday i guess it's that, that's an interesting story is that the whole story i mean i was playing golf and it was that's really, the whole story i was playing golf and it was getting really thundery and dark and i was like eh, i guess i really five holes in i'm like okay it's time and i was walking i was like probably best to walk back up and as i'm walking back up lightning streaks over the top of my head it was like instant crack boom i'm like Okay, now I'm going to run uphill <laughs> with a bag of golf clubs. Now pick up that metal club, raise it to the air. I thought about doing that. Just, the, the grips are rubber, right? It should work. I don't think that would stop lightning. No, did you know that lightning, the average lightning bolt, is the same as, uh, width as your thumb? And it's also uh, 
like I think it's five times hotter than the surface of the sun. Great. All right, so let's move on from there to the nudes. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. All kinds of news this week. Eh, it's mostly minor. <laughs> no. No, I'm going to play it up. Uh, we have a release date for What If. Did I say five times hotter than the surface of the sun? I think you said three. Oh, five. It's definitely, it's five. 50,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Great. Don't touch lightning. <laughs> Ride the lightning. What If, after Loki in June, we're going to get What If in August. The animated Marvel series, which will be 10 episodes. Like, what if there were zombies? What if Peggy Carter was Captain America? What if Yondu took T'Challa? Things of that nature. But yeah, all coming right. in August. I'm all for it. And, quite, and after a June 15th release of Black Widow, clearly we're not getting enough Marvel material. All aboard the Marvel train. Woo-woo! I pantomimed. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, you did. Thank you. My woo-woo. Yes. Woo-woo-woo-woo-woo. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to this. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be real kind of a neat little what they're like going to be like 24 minute episodes. I mean, I don't think they're really that strict with their episode lengths. I mean, we saw that with WandaVision. We saw True. that with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, it's not a strict like 22 or a strict 44. It's a, you know, in that range roughly for whatever works. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. Give me something roughly in that range. I'll take it. I, I assume they're going to be closer to the half hour format, but they also don't seem to care because it's not like they're running advertisers. It's true. I hope you can't wait to get back to theaters. Oh, I'm with bated breath. Because Disney has confirmed that Shang-Chi, like after Black Widow, is going to have that split thing between Disney Plus and theaters. Uh, Shang-Chi is going to be exclusively getting a theatrical release. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to just go back to theaters for Marvel. I mean, just based on, like, pure household numbers like Black Widow, I think I'll probably want to go to see that in theaters. But, like, if they continue just to, like, but if I were to get it on Disney+, Plus, I would just say, hey, come over. And that could be any number of people. Like, you can literally yeah. just stack a house full of people to watch a movie. So, yeah, I imagine, you know, doing, like, 10 to 15 bucks per ticket makes a lot more financial sense for them. Just not, a, a smidge. Not that I give half a shit about Disney's finances, but, God, I hope that billion-dollar company is okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm really worried about their bottom line. Yeah. I could care less. Uh, could, well, I mean, unless you get stock in Disney. I don't. Then, then <laughs> so even, don't even less reason for you to care. But yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I also think when Black Widow comes out, like, there's stuff I, like, because our theaters just reopened, like, this week. And there's stuff I want to see, but I'll end up just catching it later, like Nobody or that um, yeah. Guy Ritchie movie, whatever it's called. And next, well, and then next Monday, like, all it sounds like all restrictions about it are going to be lifted. Yeah, sure. Shang-Chi, theatrical only. Masters of the Universe, we've known it's coming for a while, a reboot. Yes. A show I never watched, really, at all. I know like little bits about it. Maybe but. five episodes in grand total, maybe more, I, but not by much. Uh, being from showrunner Kevin Smith, Masters of the Universe is back, baby, in a sequel series. I'll tell you what, the, the art that was released uh, holds so true to the original. Looks really good. But like a, like a million rebuff. times better. Oh, that, yeah. And that's so much of what I disliked about that kind of stuff, like Masters of the Universe or... That Thundercats or Hanna Barbera, any of that cheap shit. Oh, that yeah, you weren't. A, yeah, I didn't like stilted animation. No, this is you know, much cleaner. It, yeah, the images look really solid, and you know, it's Skeletor a, looks cool. Who's going to be Mark Hamill? Yes, Prince Adam, otherwise known as He Man, looks like He Man. 
So, I mean, I've been hearing enough about like the production of this that I like when it comes to Netflix, I will definitely check it out. I'm I think it'll be fun as long as we like, keep the original opening too. Cuz the original opening is fun. There's been a music um, Fantastic powers were revealed to me when I held my sword aloft and said, "By the power of Grayskull." I've there was a music track released of the transformation scene um by composer Bear McCready who's done a t- he's done a bunch of big time stuff. He's done a bunch of smaller things like i mean on a scale of like from the angry video game nerd to like the walking dead like the guys all over the place as far as what he's scored that's a lot of stuff yeah that's a range avgn yes so yeah great thanks for coming in with an acronym that's what i needed you're welcome i needed you to repeat me but slightly shorter ywnp you're welcome no problem okay is that a thing lol unless you're actually laughing out loud i think that's horseshit it really is it's just like (laughs) I'll accept a ha or a ha ha, but I rarely doubt your laughing. I know out when loud. somebody's really laughing out loud when there's actual, if it's in caps, you know they're really, really laughing. No, I think that's just a stylistic choice. STFU. Yeah. Sorry for dropping some truth bombs. SMH. You're not. I can see you. This is what's that, that's what the problem with LOL is. Like, you weren't actually doing it. You said you were shaking your head. I'm looking you dead in the eyes. You're staring forward maybe, like a giraffe maybe with Maybe I was using the so much hate version of it. <laughs> Great. Also, giraffe with rabies. <laughs> what? <laughs> a little bit of casting news that isn't. Emily Blunt was on Howard Stern this week talking about Fantastic Four as there's a big fan casting campaign for her to be Sue Richards and for John Krasinski to be Reed. Your thoughts? Well, she responded to these rumors. And she's like, may I be blunt with you? May, okay. may I be Emily Blunt with you? Ah. It's Howard Stern, so of course, because it's a crazy and wild time. Yeah, it is. But she basically said, um, I like the first Iron Man. And she was originally cast as Black Widow. But then uh, couldn't do it due to contractual obligations to Gulliver's Travels. Oh, she really hit it out of the park with that one. Yeah, what a what a franchise. <laughs> Jack Black and Jason Segel together again. That's quality cinema right there. You know what? They do a fantastic rendition of Peace on Earth, Little Drummer Boy. They do. It's unrelated, but damn, it's good. Giving them credit not, where credit is due. Not the season, but hey, it's a good song. But again, you're giving them credit where credit is due. Yeah, so she couldn't do Black Widow because of Gulliver's Travels, and she's like, I loved the first Iron Man, and like I was obsessed with it, and then I, like, I got really into the character of Black Widow, but I don't actually like superhero movies, and I think there's an oversaturation, and I want nothing to do with this. Okay. <laughs> so be it. But, conspiracy theory... Is that just the Kevin Feige script and she's really been cast all this time? The answer to that is no. (laughs) I saw some people try to like backwards engineer like, yeah, you would say that if you she's cast. She's saying it because she doesn't want you to think she is, but she really is. And it's a secret double entendre twist. Yeah. Also, you basically. Double agent. You almost never see fan casting come to be. We get the Snyder cut. That's not fan casting. They, they cast have... their wishes upon them, and they... There was Snyder Cut news this week. I just said, I don't care, and I didn't, we're not going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> well, thank you. I don't want to know about it. But yeah, so Emily Blunt said she is not Sue Storm. Bit of comics news. Let's knock him out of the park. Mm. <laughs> Immediately, your comics knowledge is shining through. Mm, quite. The Immortal Hulk will be ending at issue 50. Ah, that's a nice round number. 
This is a version of the Hulk where he literally can't be killed, and sometimes if Bruce needs to turn into the Hulk, he has to kill himself. It's real gross. It's kind of graphic. And it's dark, and like he goes to hell and all this stuff, and like things are exploding, and there's a whole bunch of tendrils. So many tendrils. It's a tendril-based book. Well, good thing it's ending. Uh, I I mean, 50 issues is a good, solid run. I think it's the best run of the Hulk since Greg Pak's run in like the mid-2000s with like Planet Hulk and War- World War Hulk and all that stuff. So it's been wonderful. It's really solid. Like, def- like this is, I mean, Greg Pak's stuff, I would kind of put it as like the best Hulk stuff. I mean, there's Peter David's stuff. I mean, this is in like your top five Hulks at worst and your top three Hulks at best kind of runs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, whatever. F- 50 is a good, long, decent run, so it's not like you can't say they didn't get a good go at it. But, yeah, Immortal Hulk. Fucking read the book. It's so good. All right. There you go. It brings the Hulk back to being a horror book I mean, in a big says, way. You know, Bruce is causing, you know, committing self-harm. He eats people. He eats a lot of people. <laughs> Damn. I'm sure due to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Kang is getting his very first solo series, Kang the Conqueror, mainly an Avengers villain but also one of the most confused histories of any comic book character ever. Sometimes he's a pharaoh, sometimes he's a future version of Reed Richards, sometimes he's Doctor Doom, sometimes it doesn't make a lick of goddamn sense. So oh, Marvel a cornucopia of possibilities. As he's going to be showing up in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium. Fantastic title. Mm. Marvel is going to be doing a limited series definitively defining his origins, which I'm sure will be chock full of continuity errors but and retconning yeah none of his shit makes any sense so yeah do it up it's like in his first miniseries i'm like yes of course because he's a villain and most i mean some villains get miniseries but a lot don't trying to straighten out a character who will likely be the next big bad of marvel after thanos when i say marvel i mean cinematic marvel yeah weird that i say that now like that's the main universe whatever didn't mean to do that no you did i feel dirty Go bathe yourself after the show. I feel dirty with my convictions, but whatever. Yeah, so Kang is getting a series. A little bit more comics news. John Romita Jr., he is returning to Marvel. That was announced uh, two weeks back, I think. I don't think we brought it up on the show. But one of those things is going to be doing the 60th, count it, 60th anniversary for Fantastic Four. He's going to be coming wow. back to the art for that issue. 6-0 for the Fantastic Four. Yeah, and we've done... Um, some of his stuff with the Fantastic Four before uh, for Stan Lee's last Fantastic Four story. He was the artist on that. I remember that. Yeah, so I mean, he has some pedigree with like doing kind of seminal Fantastic Four stuff, but you know, he's coming back home to Marvel. He went away to do some on DC exclusive contract for a while. Now he's back. Some people hate his stuff since the '80s, and I say some of it's good and some of it I don't care for. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't think it's as a lot of people hate his stuff now. It's like I think it's like too blocky and stylized. But I think it depends on what he's working on. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I can't speak to any of that, really. I didn't love his Superman run recently, or within like I say recently, I mean like five years ago or more. It's probably closer to six or seven at this point. I didn't love that, but I mean, you know, it, it's a real book by book basis. I I think he's good, and I also think a lot of his stuff, and this goes for a lot of pencilers who are stylized, inkers are key. If you get yourself a bad inker that isn't going to kind of mesh with that style, it fucks it right to hell. Wow, that's aggressive. So, yeah, no, he's, but I can understand that. He's one of those guys. It's like you can look at the like him working on the same book within the same year, and if it's 
an inker who can kind of mesh with him or an inker that can't, there is a world of difference. So yeah, I, I still I still overall like his stuff, but I think a lot of his inker based. What else is going on? I don't know. You tell me. That's that's what I come here for. I come here for the news. As you're the biggest G.I. Joe fan I know. G.I. Joe. <laughs> He's an American hero, Zach. Snake Eyes Origins had its first trailer. Yes. Don't care. No. Nope. At all. Not even <laughs> It looks close. so generic. No, you could not pay me enough. Well, no, you probably pay me enough to care. I'm, but the number would be high. Like G. 75 bucks. G.I. Joe also falls in that category of like low rent animation that I had no time for as a kid. Yeah. Didn't like it. And this doesn't, it looks so generic and bland. And in the trailer itself, there's a lot of, oh, it's that guy whose name I don't know. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's a lot of those guys in that trailer. And Snake Eyes is a bad guy. So we're supposed to like watch this bad guy origin movie and like. Yeah, after X-Men Origins, are we, aren't we supposed Wolverine, to be, don't we, haven't we learned our lesson on Origins? Aren't we supposed to learn, like, aren't we supposed to like G.I. Joe? Isn't he supposed to be the guy that we're... Or Chun-Li, Origins, Street Fighter, whatever the hell. Uh, Street Fighter's a classic. There's like a 2009 movie, like Chun-Li Origins. You didn't even know. No. The last uh, G.I. Joe movie was... I think like 2013. G.I. Joe 2020 was ever vigilant. The Rock was in 2013's Retaliation. And Brendan Fraser said there is maybe a great-grandson of like Brendan Fraser from The Mummy. Mm. Yeah, it's no good. I don't care about this. It looks bad. He was originally known as Action Man, by the way. What? Yeah. G.I. Joe trademark has been used by Hasbro for several different toy lines, although two have been successful. The original 12-inch line introduced in 64 centered on realistic action figures. In the UK, the line was licensed to Palatoy and known as Action Man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there were comics about that as well. Yes. But G.I. Joe versus Cobra Command. There you go. And I think that's it for the news this week. G.I. Joe looks boring, looks bland and dull, and I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, no. No thanks. You're not getting my money, G.I. Joe. Yeah, More yeah. like G.I. No. Oh, uh, you know what? That's probably better better than the movie's going to be. That really <laughs> lame-ass joke. Was it better than, can I be blunt with you? Can I be Emily blunt with you? Uh, <laughs> Which one was better? Neither? <laughs> can the answer be yes? <laughs> They're both bad, bad, terrible puns. All right, we're going to move on from there to this week in movie history. Superhero landing coming up. This week in movie history. I'm ready. <laughs> what was that? Loosening up, flexing my brain power. All right, cool. Oh, a bunch of crap this week. Oh, okay. Uh, 1928, Mickey Mouse made his first appearance. Steamboat Willie. No, it was not. Oh, no, it wasn't. What was his first appearance? It was in Plane Crazy, but spelled plane like the, uh, the airplane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a play on words, Plane Crazy. Oh, what a fool I am. What was that? That's me being frustrated with myself. I don't like that at all. Well, then tell me to be better. And then 1928, and then nothing happens until the 90s. All right, the 90s. I love the 90s. What is that look of concern? No, it's just trying to come up with a clue that won't be incredibly obvious to you. Okay. All right, I'll get a little obscure with this. Okay. The rap group Fun Love and Criminals sampled dialogue from this movie in their track Scooby Snacks. What year was it? 1994. Pulp Fiction. How? You know Fun Loving Criminals? Yep. I got that CD. It's over there. <laughs> Everybody be cool. This is a robbery. <laughs> yep. That's exactly. If any one of you fucking pigs move. 
That was that was the giveaway. I was waiting. Well, I mean, let's see. Uh, like that. That now I think about it, like I was waiting like for like a clue. Well, ninety four wasn't Jurassic Park ninety four ninety three. That was ninety three. Ninety three. So like ninety four, ninety three. So I was thinking something in that. <laughs> what rap much. group sampled Jurassic Park dialogue? I'm sure there is one, <laughs> but no. I'm I, yeah. That's a really hard one to give. Like this is a movie. So obvious. This is a movie in which somebody asks what somebody looks like. I thought Fun Love and Criminals was going to be. I thought that was going to get it. Was this <laughs> this movie? This movie centers around freeze freeze dried tasters' choice. I was going to do a dance, but that'd be too obvious. That'd be way too obvious. It also doesn't work in a podcast platform. Would you say this movie was a shot of adrenaline? Well, I'd say your answer makes you a badass motherfucker. Mm, true. <laughs> Royale with cheese. It's all too obvious. I'm an oak man myself. Well, you're one hell of a gimp. Uh, let's move on. 19- wow. Wow. Zed's dead, baby. Zed's <laughs> dead. <laughs> Whose motorcycle is this? It's not a motorcycle. It's a chopper. I'm going to get a pot belly. I'm going to get it medieval on your ass. All right, we're moving on. 1995, uh, this probably won some Oscars. I think it did. And from this writer-director star, we don't really uh, we don't mess with them anymore. 95, writer-director star is probably Braveheart. Yeah, it was Braveheart. Braveheart, Mel Gibson. <laughs> we don't mess with Mel Gibson anymore. Freedom! Yeah, it's a very parodied movie. Yes. 1998. Okay. This television finale happened after a making of episode the week before on um, NBC Thursdays, where they used Green Day's "Time of Your Life" in their making of the week before the finale, a finale which is much reviled, a two-parter. A two-parter finale. Well, we talked about Friends last week. It's not Friends, but it's another one of those Thursday night shows. Yeah, where the week before the finale, they showed a making of kind of retrospective that ended with Green Day's "Time of Your Life." From the Thursday night lineup, the must-see TV. Yeah. Well, it's not ER, because ER ended in, like, the 2000s. What year again? 98. 98. Two-parter finale that everyone hated that was made up for somewhat in 2007 with a semi-reunion show on HBO. On H- Sex in the City? No. No. That was on HBO. <sighs> I need another hint. Uh, okay let me come up with one that isn't i'm trying to <laughs> doing not super obvious it's sometimes hard um yeah uh this was the highest rated show on television when it went out it was not canceled the creator decided to end it after he had co-created it with another guy but he had left three years earlier it's not seinfeld it is, is it? Seinfeld. oh wow don't get a bell for that i got three <laughs> i really one for each yada i laid that out pretty heavily yes i wow there we go you don't remember that time of your like when they're like doing the like making up before the finale they did like time of your life no okay great <laughs> well then this will go well for our other ending series okay i'm gonna combine a couple of them because there's a crossover all right in 2004 another nbc thursday night lineup show <laughs> wow they all fall together this week 2004 2004 a spinoff series uh that lasted almost as long as the original uh now now is it fraser it's now fraser yes! you guessed it last week it's fraser this week <laughs> my wife loves fraser i've seen fraser a couple i haven't like sat down and watched it but i've been in the room enough where i've seen a lot of fraser <sighs> there i got that one right i feel smarter my entire impression was like niles fraser crane that's my whole impression of that show. Miles! That really ah! lasts longer than Cheers? 
Not, I think it was like 10 seasons versus 11 seasons or something like that. Was Cheers also on NBC? Yes. Yes. That's where everybody knows your name. Yeah. That bar just closed last year, too. It did. (laughs) Nobody knows your name now. Then we have some weird symmetry of things coming out the same week. This CGI movie came out in 2001 and also within the same week had its sequel in 2004 uh, that parodies a lot of things while being kind of mocking a fairy tale genre. That'd be Shrek. That would be Shrek. Shrek 1 and 2 came out respectively in 2001 and 2004. That was an easy one. Is it good? It was introduced to the Library of Congress, I remember. It was funny. I think the first one was really funny. I think because there was like, Cause a, there's a, there's like a, direct-to-video sequels and I don't know what the hell happened. So I, I think with Shrek, for me, it was like that transition. Like I was in in high school. I started, I started to pick up on more of the adult jokes that were hidden within it. Yeah, I it's okay i get i haven't seen it since it came out all right well. i think i saw shrek one two and four i don't think i saw three and anything else i don't think get I saw. out of my swamp well, that was that was ter- terrible yeah, yeah it was bad i love that i'm no mike myers and then this movie series but these also came out in the same week the second and third installments of this that didn't initially start as an allegory for george bush's presidency but turned into that what year 2002 and 2005 oh. for a second and third. The second the movie and third movie of a series. Yeah. Uh, when it first came out, it wasn't about George Bush, but then it turned into George Bush commentary. Oh, am I going to kick myself when I don't know what it is? Like, I, I can't. I brought it obscure, but yes. You brought it obscure. How many movies total in the series? Well, that's an interesting question. <laughs> it could be three or it could be like 10 or 11 at this point. I don't know. Uh, that's how you want to qualify it. <laughs> that's not. Is it an action movie? Uh, there's a lot of action in there. A lot of a lot of green screen. Oh, it would be um, Revenge of the Sith. It would be uh, Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith. Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Yes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to go as out there as I you could. You went way <laughs> out there. Because once again, what am I going to give you for a clue that you're not going to get immediately? Sandy gets every. Why well, that wrong movie? It is. That's Attack of the Clothes. That's the second one. Oh, that's true. Whiny Jedi mullets. <laughs> yeah. They all have mullets. What's with all the mullets? Mullets aren't cool. A big Jedi mullet. Ewan McGregor gets a big pass on these movies. Everyone loves him. Yes. I thought he did. I mean. Every, but they hate everything else. Well, you tell me what's good about them. I mean, I think he does. I think he does a really, really good job. I think there's good and bad. I think John Williams killing it. Ewan McGregor doing a pretty good job. I don't know. <laughs> Look, they're not, they're not st- solid movies. But it's okay. You take the good, you take the bad, and then you get... Okay, you're looking at your phone. No, I'm getting something ready for the sports reports. <laughs> Give me the facts of life. But that's it. That's what happened this week in movies. So from Spider-Man meeting the Dallas Cowboys, that is a one-shot we will get to eventually. To the Dallas Cowboys, it's time for Jared's Sports Reports. I don't want to know about that one shot. <laughs> it's a one. Right. We'll get there at some point. When it gets closer to football season, we will do Spider-Man meets the Dallas Cowboys. Well, good for Spider-Man. Good for the Dallas Cowboys. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared's Sports Report. Uh, so remember last week we talked about the NFL schedule coming out? Yeah. And uh, the date 
the dates will be announced. October 3rd is when Tom Brady makes his return to Gillette Stadium. On StubHub right now, do you want to know what the average ticket price is? And this is the 300 level. So this is the upper level. This is... Oh, my, well, my answer is going to be in the 300s. $300? I was going to say like 375 per ticket. Per ticket. In the upper corner in section 318, $1,800 each. Oh. Yeah. We haven't even gotten to the really expensive ones. Upper corner, section 315, $1,900. Upper midfield, 308, $2,000. And these prices, they keep going up and up and up and up and up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Four figure. The lowest ticket price on here was $908 for standing room, I think. Oh, that hurts my brain and my soul. Yeah. It doesn't hurt the wallet of the New England Patriots one bit. This, like, thank God, these are left. the most expensive regular season tickets in the history of the NFL or sports. Uh, Does anything beat pro- that? Like, I don't know. I'm gonna have to do a little more research. I'll get back to you next week. But unbelievable. And you know, you done reading your watch text? I don't know what that's about. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Tom Brady oh, returns. Boy. Yeah. So yeah, be ready to shell out four figures. Well, some Super Bowl tickets go upwards of five figures, so. But the low end? The low end is like, yeah, like four or $500. So, yeah, this is, does that not believe? And these are the upper two sections. These no, are way you. up there. I hear you. How, uh, how's the schedule look overall? Looks good. I mean, I mean, they it's going to be competitive. They have some interesting home games. There'll be a Sunday night game with the with the Bucks. Uh, they got some primetime games. So, you know, I think it's a decent schedule. It'll, uh, they'll be competitive again. Whether or not they can win the division, get it back, I don't know. We'll see. See, I got annoyed because my wife is a Packers fan, and they're playing on Christmas Day. I'm like, get out of my Christmas Day game, other sport. Well, because what, Christmas falls on a Sunday this year? Or I Saturday? I don't know. I don't know, but I just know that it, there's usually a Celtics game on Christmas. Yes. So get out of here, True. Christmas Packers. All right, so you got that. Uh, some of the first images of Mac Jones and the new rookies working out at the first uh, rookie minicamp over this past weekend. Other interesting sports: the uh, Bruins in the playoffs. They lost their first round game, uh, first game of the first round to the Capitals, and Zdeno Chara, former uh, Bruins captain, playing against his old team in the playoffs. The uh, Red Sox continue to do well. Best record in the American League. I don't know if it's the best record in the majors. but I was showed a clip of uh, their pitcher trying to take off someone's head. Exert your dominance. Impose your will. Death to the enemy. <laughs> death. It could have Worf, been. As Worf would say when he played baseball, death to the opposition. And uh, let's see, see that clip? It was scary. No, I haven't seen that <laughs> like, clip. Oh, someone could have died. I'm trying to think if there's look, anything. You can look it up. Yeah. I usually say, get off your fucking phone. You want me to look at it right now? You can. You can look at like Red Sox trying to murder someone. That I don't think that's the way to look at it. Did you find it? Maybe. Yeah, look at that. Well, don't crowd the plate. <laughs> that's that's your takeaway. I mean, it's one of the unwritten rules of baseball. Don't be a dink or they're going to throw at you. Apparently. I don't agree with them throwing at his head, throw at his back or something. If he wants to get hit and get on, then like, you know, be a man about it. What else happened this week? Celtics are getting ready to see if they can <laughs> play their way shut in. up. No one. Yes, I skipped both games this weekend. There was a Saturday and a Sunday game, but because their playoff spot was solidified, I was like, I don't need to watch this. Mike Breen called uh, Taco Fall Taco Bell. <laughs> I saw that clip. That's hilarious. Did I just say Taco Bell? Yeah. Must have been hungry. Well, he had the NBA, he had the uh, Hall of Fame enshrinement the night before, late night. So, yeah. 
Yeah, um, well, whatever. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's going to be a pretty intense playoffs, I think. I mean, the play-in games, yes, the Celtics are in the play-in game with the Wizards. With uh, Bradley Beal coming off of an injury, but a Russell Westbrook who's surging. The more interesting one is definitely in the West with LeBron James and Steph Curry in the play-in game. Yeah, that'll be really... That's wild. That's a crazy game. Uh, Hall of Fame happened this weekend. Kevin Garnett gave a pretty decent speech. Uh, totally snubbed Ray Allen. Did not mention him. No. Vanessa Bryant spoke on Kobe's behalf. Jordan was up there. Uh, he cried because, I mean, you know, it's his friend, but also it's the day that ends in Y. It's, yeah, he's... MJ's a crier. He is. Uh, oh, speaking of Hall of Fame, the new class of the Hall of Fame has been announced. Yeah, there's a bunch of good ones in there. Paul Pierce. Yep, Paul Pierce. Bill Russell as a coach. Yep. Um, so he's in there for the second time. Yes. And you also have uh, Mike Gorman is going in, in the broadcaster wing. Yes, he is. Uh, he was also kind of downer because his point is like it should have been me and Tommy versus just me. Yeah. Which is a downer, but I mean, you know, Mike's a like super professional, so good on all of them. And then finally, the other news from the NBA, guess who's retiring? Uh, Marv Albert. Marv Albert is retiring, yes. Yes. Uh, so I don't know if his toupee affinity for wearing women's underwear and biting people is. Oh, my God. You brought it up before me. <laughs> like, well, I knew you were going to, and I wanted to beat you to the punch. Damn it. Yeah. I hit all three. Everyone like talks about like, Marv Albert, the voice of the NBA. I'm like, yeah, he's also that guy who likes to sexually assault women by biting them while wearing women's underwear. And a hairpiece. <laughs> well, yeah. But at least he says, yes, very enthusiastically. Yes. But, um. Stop biting women, you fucking weirdo. I'm sure he did. It was like 25 years ago. <sighs> Are you saying once a biter, always a biter? Is that your... I am I'm s- uncomfortable having this conversation, by the way. What I'm saying is I think that what uh, are you saying? people have forgotten his sexual assault cases. And like, they're like, what a long and storied career. I'm like, remember the women's underwear and the biting thing? Well, I mean, if you're going to take that angle, I have two other words for you. Kobe Bryant. I don't think we forgot that. No, but I'm just saying. I specifically remember talking about that when he passed. Yes, I remember I didn't that was shy brought away up. from it. I'm glad you didn't. Anyway, I'm now that, way to way to drag down the sports reports. <laughs> oh yeah, with Marv Albert, who gives a shit, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> that's wrong. On <laughs> all right, that's it for the sports reports. Speaking of weird heads, didn't like that transition. This week at the Reading Corner, I was given by far one of the more strange episodes, uh, uh, things to read. We find out today about MODOK. It's Jared's Reading Corner. So, uh, today we are reading half of Tales of Suspense number 94. Tales of Suspense, uh, in kind of its heyday, alternated between being half a Captain America issue and half an Iron Man issue because they weren't marquee names enough to carry their own book. Can you imagine that today? How suspenseful. (laughs) Insane. They'd be like, I don't know about that Iron Man character. Can't carry his own title. We need to match him up with Captain America. Mm, But here we are. Yeah, wild to think about in terms of where we are today. Yeah, going back to 1967, this half of the story was done by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee and introduces us for the very first time to the character of MODOK. Why are we talking MODOK? Because next week on Hulu, there's going to be a MODOK show starring Patton Oswalt. But something we don't get here is he's just called MODOK. Like, he doesn't have the acronym of, like, murder, killing, only for killing. Uh, Oh, you skipped the the first out. Whatever. Yes. You know, that wacky acronym he has. 
But main base resident Modok is out to kill Captain America. He's clearly from from a part of Maine. I don't. I there was a joke to be made, and I totally dropped the ball on it. Uh, son of a Lisbon Street hooker. <laughs> wow, that's a regional joke. That's a super regional joke. That's massively offensive to the people of Lisbon Street. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> I mean, wow. Okay. Well, anyway, moving along. Clearly from the tree streets. <laughs> This Modoc character. <laughs> wow. Uh, picked straight out of the Andrew Scoggin River. Don't go there, kids. The Tree Streets, the Andrew Scoggin River, or Lisbon Street? Yes. Well, considering Lewiston has the highest rate of infection in the country right now for COVID, I'm going to say solidly don't go there. Yeah. Also, there was a story, at, was it out of, out of Lewiston? There was recently a select person, I think it was Lewiston. Wants to decriminalize prostitution? Did you see that? I didn't see that, but wouldn't shock me. Uh, now I gotta, or maybe it, it may have been Auburn, the classier of the two <laughs> sides of the river. L.A. baby. Yeah, there's a bill out that would decriminalize prostitution in Maine. Yeah, the district attorney from Andrew Scoggin County. There it is. So that you know that includes both Lewiston and Auburn. Yeah, the bill would decriminalize prostitution in Maine. So there you go. Anyways, back to Modoc. <laughs> Captain America is fighting AIM. You know, those beekeepers. Yes, the beekeepers on a submarine. They're the supposed to be all like doctors and scientists and like hyper-intelligent people, but they all dress in beekeeper outfits. Yes. And they take out Captain America and they're ready to kill him. They're like, no, Modoc says that we can't kill him until it's time. So they don't. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. And they're also like, also Modoc. Like, we don't like him. He's unpleasant to deal with. He looks like a floating testicle. With arms and stubby little legs. Yeah. So anyway. I mean, and literally some short hairs. <laughs> Actively retching over here. So yeah, pretty much AIM has brought in Captain America and they have him in this, mo- this binding ray and then he sinks through the floor for whatever reason to fight Modok. Modok zaps him down. He's like, hey. I sit in this floaty chair, and I have tiny legs. And I want to fight you. I'm going to shoot you with my brain beam. Yes. Stanley, ladies and gentlemen. The brain beam. The, the author of our time, the brain beam. Yeah, so the fighting continues, and really, this is all a sinister... By the way, this is super short, because it's literally half of a book. Yeah, so like... There's also a mysterious woman that Captain America is obsessed with saving during this whole process. It's Sharon that, Carter. That Modoc is... Well, we don't know. I, I didn't know that. It doesn't say in the book. That Agent Sharon 13, Carter. Sharon Carter. Whatever. Regardless of that, Modoc is holding her hostage, and Captain America is fighting him and losing for the Like, he's, it's a stalemate. He's throwing his shield. He's like, brain beam. Yeah. But the like, plan all along of the sinister people that aim was to use Captain America to distract Modoc to shoot him dead. <laughs> yeah. So basically, their plan is to basically play a Mario ghost level. Where Captain America faces Modok and he kind of like shuns his defenses, and then they just shoot him in the back a bunch. Yes. So, Modok, long career for Modok from his first appearance, where he's just riddled with bullets. Oh yeah, he's laying on the floor of this submarine, and everyone's gotten in, gotten into these escape subs, and he's like, "Well, guess what? I'm gonna destroy it." And he blows himself up. And shoots a laser into space. Yeah, pretty why, much. Why not? Yeah, but he was the result of uh, aim genetic scientisting. Yes. What? 
Uh, you know, there was a point in this show early on where I'm like, oh, a lot of what we can do here is d- like do deep dives into like seminal things and key issues and maybe history people are unaware of and almost treat it more educationally. And I've gotten to a point where I'm just like, I just want to find the weirdest shit I can. Oh, you found it. <laughs> it is up there. That's all I want to do. Now. It's up there like, with some of the amalgam stuff and NFL super pro. <laughs> I don't care about like, let's talk about this key thing. I'm like, nah, what's weird. That's what I want to do now. Yes. So yeah, I mean, mode Huck's design though. You can't say it's not unique. No, it's super. It's but super Kirby Tech. It's so weird looking. And like I said, next week um, on Hulu, there's going to be a Modoc series, which I'm looking forward to. I think it looks like fun. And I've also gotten to a point where I don't watch clips of anything anymore. Like there's been a bunch of Black Widow clips, and there's been like a bunch of Modoc clips. I haven't watched a one of them. I haven't seen any of them either. Like you can show me trailers, and even then, like eventually, I'll stop watching them. The closer we get, but yeah, uh, Modoc's first appearance is. He, the design stays relatively similar, but it's kind of underwhelming because AIM is just like, hey, we made this thing. He controls us now, but we don't like him, so we're going to shoot him in the back a lot. And not in his, like, the pew, back pew, of pew, his back. Pew, 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 In the back of his giant head, because that's all he is, is a giant floating head. He's, he's a gross-looking character, but I like him because of it. He's so weird, and I want to see him in live action so bad. That would be a weird-ass one to see. It's kind of like Krang. But way before yes he's got like a 14 year head start yeah <laughs> yes very much so with his giant ass head i want to see modok in live action like of any character you could throw my way modok is like number one of like show me this weird thing show me how you do this in live action i know it'd be cg but show me this weird floating head <laughs> but yeah captain america uh, has no luck beating him because of his brain beam I think Stan tried hard on this one. He went super hard. Nah, he didn't try at all. <laughs> little effort in this one, but that's okay. But that's Modoc's first appearance. Um, just shot to all hell. Good for him. Yeah, he got he got messed up. All right, you ready to move on? I am. So let's move on from there to letters to the editors. Lot of questions. Number one, damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. If you want to ask us your own questions, and I recommend you do. Mm, please inquire. <laughs> because inquire this, with the queries. This mailbag is. Looks a lot like Modoc's head. Yeah, just been riddled with bullets. <laughs> Empty ball sack of mail. Ah, that's what we got. But we do have <laughs> one in there this week. If you want to ask us your own questions, we'll, we'll, we'll read them. We'll answer them. Mm. What do you want to know? The meaning of life, 42. I was going to say, don't be a dick. I think it's probably about it. That's Yeah, that's more specific than 42. If you could, don't be a dick. Yeah, I mean, effort towards that end. I think probably about it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. That's how you can send us your own questions. We'll read them. We'll answer them. Why am I holding this up? I don't know. I know. Fucking Why are you throwing it at me? Ah, I've struck <laughs> in the head. Modoc. <laughs> No, <laughs> they're behind me. Um, fuck. Oh, oh, yeah. Not so smart now without your little <laughs> cheat paper, huh? In my notes. Yes. The question this week: What DC movie are you looking forward to the most? I didn't crinkle my paper up too soon. I forgot the question. I'm gonna amend it because we didn't talk about it in the news. I'm kind of curious about Sweet Tooth in this 
the series coming out on Netflix. I chose not to include it in the news. I'm like, what are we going to say about this? Other well, than looks neat. Yeah, there you go. That, I'm looking forward to that. It looks neat. I'm curious. Yeah, hybrid human animal creatures. I also love post-apocalyptic things, like a, dystopian world. It's a little bit X-Men. Yeah, but I love me some dystopian It's stuff. a little bit funny, this feeling inside. <sighs> Bringing in the Bernie Topin <laughs> and Elton John into the uh, discussion I see. I might not. It's a good tune. It is a great tune. Uh, I I think I know. It's, it's so unoriginal. I think it comes down to I want the Batman to be good. Yes. So I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Like, Ooh, there, good call on that one. Well, there have been good Batman movies, but I have never ever, and I've talked about this a million times, I've never felt like it's been quite in line. Like it always skews a little one way or the other in terms of the character in the world. And I just want one to land it. Yeah. Like there have been, I mean, even let's look at the other like two big characters. Like look at the Chris Reeves Superman. Like that movie is Superman. 100%. You even say that for the first two. It's like one a little less, or even Wonder Woman. Like that first Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman movie, mostly gets there with the character. Mm-hmm. But Batman, despite there being a lot more movies, we've never fully locked it in for me, and I want it to be good. I mean, I could, there's also like, I mean, the Flash with whatever weird things they're doing there, like that. If they go like full like balls to the wall, that could be really interesting. But at the end of the day, like even though we've had many, many Batman movies. I want the one that has me go like, like yes, we got it. Like, we really nailed it this time. And Matt Reeves coming off all those like Planet of the Apes movies were, that were so solid. Like, I have hope. Maybe it's false hope. But I have hope that we're going to like lock it down this time. I could be wrong, but I think it's Batman. And yours was a trailer you just saw today. <laughs> yes. There we go. <laughs> That'll be fun. What do you want to do next week? We got two choices. Okay. We got um, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, or we got MODOK. You know what? Or <laughs> we continue. It's, you know what? It's MODOK May here, baby. Let's go. <laughs> MODOK May. I'm going to watch both of them either way. Yeah. Why don't we. Do you have Hulu? I think I have. Yes, I do have Hulu because I have Disney Plus. Well, it's only if you had like the special extra Disney oh, Plus. Oh, well, then, I mean, I can get Hulu for the special extra <laughs> Disney Plus for like a song we got the extra special disney plus now obviously because you're saying also the hulu thing came up on my sh- like i can control your tv with hulu on it apparently because i'm on your wi-fi yeah get the fuck away from my hulu <laughs> <laughs> i was watching a movie last night that i fell asleep so wait what were options again Zack snyder's army of the dead with dave batista which is zombies and casinos or modok with Patton oswald or we could just do army of the dead one week and then do two episodes of modok the week after that probably makes the most sense well then let's let's finish modok may <laughs> and then come back around to it <laughs> do you not want to watch army of the dead actually I do want to watch army of the dead fine let's watch army of the dead next week all right then we'll do two episodes of modok the week after that all right perfect with extra special disney plus glad we had that on air conversation yes thank you anyway if you enjoyed the show go to editorsnotecomics.com wait correction go to patreon.com slash editors no comics well editors no comics.com will also has a link to the Patreon. yeah there you go so you, you can't go wrong you know you this was a pop quiz and guess what zach you succeeded <laughs> what was the last time you went to my website checking browser history now <laughs> to be fair it's mostly just links and podcasts but if you want to get all those back issues of the podcast because the feed only supports the last 100 so if you want to go back like 150 get got to go to the website yes or the youtube
But I don't update anymore. No, it doesn't. I don't know. I'm not, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the. Yeah, give us a buck. Uh, comes out the day we record it, or or you just wait, I guess, and don't support us financially, even though we've given we've given years years to this. <laughs> I really have. <laughs> so little oh my to god. Show. So anyway, yeah. So that's the Patreon. You can also find Zach on Twitter at Editors No Comics. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, and you're there on Twitter at Junior Rich. And now you know what's coming next week. You don't even have to like post amble it. We've just discussed. We did on air show planning. <laughs> I guess it's Army of the Dead. Uh, yeah, why not? Let's talk some Zack Snyder. All right. We haven't talked any Zack Snyder on the show. I think it's time to give him his moment. No, in the sun. no. It's it's you know five years in. You know what? I still think he's a good filmmaker. He has really hit some fucking duds, but I still think he's solid, and I think he takes chances. So I like that about him. So hopefully Army of the Dead is good. I know that I've like endlessly shit on like Justice League and Batman v Superman. So funny story. They sto- suck. Funny story. <laughs> to I pre- still think he's good. To preload for next week for Army of the Dead because I want your reaction. So I occasionally will follow like I'll read recaps on wrestling events because I get bored at work. And last okay. night was a pay per view called Backlash. It's a this long historic pay per view for the WWE. Dave Batista narrated the opening they had what was called a lumberjack match last night so a lumberjack match traditionally do you do you know do you remember well they have at least three pancakes uh no no that's a flapjack match Ah, my mistake so the outside of the ring is surrounded by other wrestlers who are supposed to like beat up or throw the wrestler back in the ring so that they can't escape and they've got to fight the the uh the uh lumberjacks last night in a tie-over crossover promotion with Army of the Dead were zombies, and it was getting panned hilariously on the internet. Good. I'm glad. Yes. <laughs> so that's where we're going, Zach. Crossover promotion is stupid. Uh, we'll be back next week for Army of the Dead, the deceased. Bye.